This video is all about mentors. Why mentors can be such an incredible addition to your career in academia, what mentors can do, how you can interact with them, and how you can go about finding mentors and the wide range of ways in which mentoring can occur. Everyone's career in academia is different and unique, but I know from personal experience that mentors have been such a critical part of my career to date, and I would attribute a lot of the success or progress that I've made so far in my career to the fact that I've been fortunate to have some of the really amazing mentors along the way. Why can mentors be such an awesome addition to your career? There's lots of reasons. They can be your long-term advisors, bringing wisdom and experience to the table that you may not have had a chance to pick up yet in your career. You can confide in them in ways that you might not feel comfortable confiding in your colleagues or your immediate supervisory or line management team. Good mentors will see opportunities and challenges in your career as you talk about it with them that you perhaps would not see, maybe because you're inexperienced or because you have blind spots, which is always a problem everyone has to deal with. Good mentors will often be very highly experienced in your field and they may come from a very different background and have very different perspectives to you. And it's that diversity of perspectives and insights into your career that can be another very valuable aspect of how mentors can help you. Good mentors can of course do all the obvious things too. So where it's appropriate to do so, they can sponsor you into talks or opportunities, they can write referral or recommendation letters. Any good mentor will do these things where appropriate for you. If you were to look at the key factors in highly successful academic careers, having a range of good mentors throughout all stages of that career would have to be one of the most important factors in many of those successful careers. But perhaps the most important role of a good mentor isn't to give you warm, fuzzy advice or to write recommendation letters for you. It's their ability to give you constructive, critical, sometimes extremely confronting advice, but to do so in a trusted and safe environment. All too often in academia, negative feedback is either poorly informed or given in a very sort of toxic working environment, or even if you look at the sort of adversarial nature of many grant review schemes and paper review schemes. That is not how the criticism and feedback from a mentor should work. That is done in a much more intimate, personal manner, in a way that may be very confronting, it may shake your very confidence to its core, but ultimately enables you to grow. And if you look at a key difference between people who start off very well in their career and then stagnate and people who continue to be successful, it's growth. It's important to note that mentors and supervisors or line managers are not the same. You can have aspects of a mentoring relationship with the person who directly supervises you, but there are some things that of course are not particularly suitable to talk about in that relationship. For example, if you have serious doubts or there's something bad going on at work, it may not be appropriate to talk directly to your supervisor and that's where a mentor can be particularly useful. 
Some supervisors will be very supportive of you discussing the possibility of moving to other roles, but that won't always be the case. And once again, having a mentor you can discuss these things with can be extremely valuable. So what are the properties that make for a fantastic mentor? Really, there's one key principle to remember. Excellent mentors are very self-aware and very introspective. What that means is they resist very well the temptation to say things like, well, I did it this way in my career, so that must be the best way to do it, and that's what you should do too. If you hear those words coming out of a prospective mentor's mouth, run for the hills. An excellent mentor is fully aware of the role that random variation, being in the right place at the right time, some may call it luck, has played in their career. And they will use that awareness to tailor their advice to be appropriate for you, noting that there are significant elements of randomness. In fast-moving fields like academia, a good mentor will also be fully aware that what worked for them 10, 20 or even 5 years ago may be totally out of date or obsolete for someone in your shoes right now. And once again, they'll adjust their advice, they will show awareness that things that worked in the past may not work as well now in tailoring their advice to help you. A good mentor will be right very often. Uh, they will give you lots of good advice the advice will very clearly be mostly correct and very useful and applicable for your career. At the same time, a good mentor will also let you make mistakes. They will give you advice, but you still need to make some mistakes on your own for some of the lessons of a career to really hit home. The role of the mentor, I guess, is to prevent you from making too many catastrophically career-ending bad mistakes, but to still let you have some painful experiences along the way. While good, experienced mentors will often be right and will give you lots of valuable advice, on rare occasion, the advice from your mentors will be wrong. Not so much wrong in an absolute sense, but not suitable for the specifics of your circumstances. And so you should always be filtering and critically assessing the advice that your mentor gives you. A good mentor is not necessarily a friend. Now, it is true that a lot of people go on to become or develop good friendships with their mentors, but it's by no means a necessity. So, mentor does not necessarily equal friend. Another common mistake that people make when looking at potential mentors is to try and find a mentor who perfectly aligns with all of your life beliefs and principles. People make the same mistake when reading self-help books as well. You will never find a person or very rarely find a person or source of information where everything they say is perfectly aligned with your principles. Your job as a mentee is to listen to them and take the bits of advice that resonate with your beliefs and your principles and to discard the rest. Another common mistake many people make when trying to find a mentor is to try and find a single uber mentor who can mentor them about every single aspect of their lives. Uh, and this becomes an increasingly impossible problem to solve as you get more senior. So what you can do instead is you can make up your mentoring team in the aggregate. So you find different mentors who can mentor you on different aspects of your professional and perhaps personal lives. So you might find a mentor or a set of mentors who can give you research technical mentoring. So people who mentor you in terms of your core research business as an academic. 
Another set of mentors might give you general career development and career planning advice, which don't necessarily have to come from your specific research discipline. A third set of mentors might help you manage the tricky balance of work-life balance throughout your career, drawing perhaps on their own personal experiences and of their colleagues. And finally, if you're entrepreneurially minded, you might find a mentor who has experience in the startup game and they would mentor you in that area. Collectively then, that team of mentors would meet your total needs by each contributing in a certain area of expertise. There are two primary modes of interaction with mentors. One of the more common but by no means only modes of interaction is a regular catch-up. So people might have a regular catch-up over a cup of coffee or a cup of tea every month, every three months or every six months. That's a very typical mode. But it's not the only mode of interaction with a mentor. If your mentors are particularly busy or particularly senior people, your mentoring interaction may be more of an ad hoc on-demand uh, service, so to speak. And so once a year, where needed or where there's a critical life decision you're trying to make, you might hit up your mentor and it might just be a 15 minute or half hour conversation. But an experienced mentor can be incredibly helpful even in a very short conversation. So it doesn't always have to be a regular weekly or monthly thing. One of the key challenges, of course, is finding mentors. Uh, there are lots of ways to go about finding mentors, but one of the key things is the general degree of regular interaction you have with people, especially people you haven't met before. So if you are engaging in typical business of academia, for example, going to conferences and workshops, they are some of the most fantastic places to canvas and talk to potential mentors. You can use your current network to also seek mentors. So you can ask your trusted colleagues, the people you collaborate with, not only if they are interested in mentoring you, but given what they know of you, do they know anyone who might be suitable as a mentor for you? When talking to a potential mentor about mentoring you, it's important to not necessarily mandate that it has to be a weekly or monthly meeting. That will scare off a lot of people. And for a lot of your potential mentors, it's not actually needed. As I said before, you only need occasional advice and even that can be very valuable. And so you need to work out what the mentor or potential mentor might be comfortable doing in terms of a mode of interaction. And if you're not comfortable going to lots of in-person events or, or bonding over drinks, which is not exactly an entirely inclusive activity, there are things you can do like hitting people up for a virtual coffee or a virtual tea. Uh, you don't actually have to physically meet people in order to cultivate a mentoring-mentee relationship. But the key aspect is you do need to talk to people, get to know a variety of people in order to find good mentors. A good mentor or a sign of a good mentor is that they will do a lot of due diligence on whether it's suitable that they should mentor you. So you want mentors who think about whether they can really give you good targeted advice. As your career evolves, you won't maintain the same static set of mentors. The mentors that were suitable as a PhD student or a postdoc may not be suitable as a junior or senior member of faculty. And so your mentoring team will naturally evolve over time. And so essentially you never stop looking for mentors or should never stop being aware of the potential to cultivate a new mentor. It's an ongoing career long process. 
having a set of good mentors in academia is really like having a superpower. I can't emphasize how much mentoring has been such a key aspect of so many people's successful careers in academia and of course beyond academia as well. Getting started with finding mentors doesn't have to be that daunting. You just need to talk to a few people, not um, overdo the significance of what the mentoring relationship can be. It can just be the occasional catch up over a cup of coffee or even a virtual cup of coffee. But it's most definitely something that every person in academic should strongly consider building into their career development and career planning activities.